This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. Welcome to the show, Kate Delaney. It's been a wild kind of hump day for many. Uh, nightmarish for some, you would say. Boy, it all goes back to the weather, that's for sure. And what is so unpredictable. If you were going to Yosemite, and it is an interesting time of year because a lot of school kids are celebrating their spring breaks early. And it is a big time to go to uh, national parks, beaches, the theme parks, that kind of thing. Yosemite National Park, though, closed indefinitely. Why? Of course, snow. The park is buried in 15 feet of snow. So the park was closed on Saturday, and as of hump day, no official date for reopening they got park crews all over the place working like crazy to try to get the critical services up and going so that the visitors can safely return but that major winter storm hit the park hard with a lot of snow that blocked the roadways. so travel on all of the park roads had to be restricted it would just be too dangerous and they were hoping to open it as I mentioned on uh, Thursday, but because of the snow, they had to go with the indefinite sign that now is there as far as the National Park is uh, concerned. And it is tough because this is a time, like I said, when a lot of people would normally climb through there. It's a very, very popular time of the year because this isn't that niche time. But if you can't get through the park on the roads of course they would have to do that it's very strange right because the snow like i said in dealing with the snow one of the one of the main things that has happened is places that normally wouldn't get snow you somebody gets snow but normally not that much snow and california like san bernardino would they where they wouldn't get snow suddenly got snow and had roads that were also really impassable uh, until they were cleared, and that was pretty pretty uh, tough, right? Other things that are happening that are being uh, discussed is something that we talked about on this show a long time ago because it was very, very strange when you had five different intelligence agencies who were looking at this Havana syndrome, if you remember that, where you had this mysterious ailment where you had hundreds of U.S. personnel that were uh, sickened by these weird energy waves that they really couldn't, they really had no explanation for. And believe it or not, I mean, this has been years in the making of what is Havana syndrome? Is it really real? And what's the explanation for that? So it's strange because the new intelligence assessment is saying that it wasn't the actions of a foreign adversary because there was this theory that hundreds of of people were targeted and were absolutely hit with these strange energy waves 
that was used as a weapon. Now, suddenly, you've got the CIA and other intelligence agencies trying to explain why career diplomats, intelligence officers, and others serving in U.S. missions around the world experience these strange and painful acoustic sensations. And now, all of a sudden, they're saying, eh, no, that's not it. I mean, listen, it was so traumatic that it shortened people's careers. It was, it was terrible. It caused physical pain, emotional pain. Many of the people that were hit with this said, yeah, I am a victim of something deliberate. Is this the Russians? Is this some other adversarial government? So now you have this report that contradicts some of those theories that were out there in almost every respect. And I think that is shocking because I, I don't think with the amount of cases you're talking about, you're talking about about a thousand cases of these health incidents and no explanation. Look, ringing in your ears, pressure in your head, nausea, headaches, discomfort, acute discomfort. So now they're saying, oh, it's very unlikely that a foreign adversary was responsible for the symptoms as a result of purposeful actions as this maybe energy weapon or some other byproduct of some other activity, including electronic surveillance that unintentionally could have made people sick. I'm not buying it. I can't, I can't think that all these people who are in these positions are what making it up. I mean, and they're not suggesting they're making it up, but that they all describe similar symptoms And it's not something that's targeted. One agency determined it was unlikely that a foreign actor was at fault. Uh, A slightly less empathetic finding that did not change the consensus at all. So uh, one in its conclusion just said, uh, you know, it was some something else else that was out there. Well, something else that was out there. The symptoms, look, were first reported, remember, and that's why it's called Havana Syndrome, were reported at the U.S. Embassy in Havana in 2016. So they looked at clusters of cases, including at the embassies, these U.S. embassies, and they say they found no pattern or common set of conditions that could link individual cases. No evidence, including forensic information or geolocation data. All right, the reason I bring this up at the top, because I just think that all these people are connected in some way. And I, I mean, it, what ha- hit them? I mean, you dismiss it as, well, I, you know, we can't explain what it is, but we are absolutely certain it wasn't some kind of a weapon that was being used against these specific people, even though they were in places like Havana at the U.S. Embassy. Um, I think it is some kind of malicious interference, even though they're saying they believe it's not targeted. Uh, maybe they just want to get rid of the mystery, right? Just get rid of it. And, of course, no intelligence that foreign leaders, including Russia, had any knowledge or authorization of an attack on U.S. personnel that could explain the symptoms. That's what they're saying, that there was nothing. There was absolutely nothing. So that's a frustrating mystery. Can you imagine if you were one of those people that got hit by that? So we're not calling you a liar, and we know that there are maybe 900 other people that have similar symptoms to you, but we're just going to chalk it up to we just really don't see a pattern that anybody was targeting Americans in these intelligence positions or embassies, etc.
I have to believe there was some kind of weird technology. If you don't want to call it an energy weapon, I don't know, call it something else, whatever it, it, it is. But whatever the mysterious syndrome is, it came from somewhere. Right. I mean, and what they're saying is, look, the CIA director, because he because he knows that people are going to bust this open. The CIA director, who's William Burns, said that analysts had conducted one of the largest and most intensive investigations in the agency's history. And he stands behind the work conducted and the findings. So you have these CIA people who suffered symptoms and were seriously ill. They got medical treatment, and you can't really attribute it to anything, and they're just going to kind of shove it away. Wow. I think it's strange. I think there's more there there, and they just don't want to release what it is or don't want to dive further into it and point the finger at somebody. All right, we've just scratched the surface. Much more to come. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. It's easy to see. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. We all know something big is coming, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming more self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, and they make it easy for you to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure some emergency food kits. There's a dozen to choose from that contain tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging 2,000 calories per day. Get at least one food kit for each family member. My Patriot Supply also sells large solar generators, gravity-powered water filtration systems, heirloom seeds for your garden, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items will ship that same day. Time is short. Prepare today. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. Hi, this is Kate Delaney. I am truly amazed by this audience. Many of you have been reaching out to me to ask more on what I call the No Drone Zone. How do you find out about the show or listen to podcasts or guests or even my books? So here we go. Go to KateDelaneyRadio.com for more on what's shaking in my orbit. To reach me, simply hit the contact tab and send an email. Behind the scenes photos, great video, travels, the dog. Yeah, that's Guinness. He is the mascot. Go to Kate Delaney fan page on Facebook. Kate Delaney fan page on Facebook. Or hit me up on Twitter at Kate S. Delaney. At 
Kate S. Delaney. For any of my books, including Deal Your Own Destiny, Amazon simply is the easiest. Thanks for listening as we talk about what's happening in my backyard and yours and how it affects us. We throw in laughs, cheap movie reviews, the man cave, and authors with some interesting stories to tell. If you've already forgotten everything I've just said, just go to katedelaneyradio.com. Tonight, uh, you know, speaking of scratching the surface, boy, uh, this was talked about so much. The price of insulin, huge, huge conversation about Eli Lilly, a major U.S. drug manufacturer. They're saying they're going to cap the price of insulin at $35 a month. I mean, that's a big wow, because some people were not being able to barely afford insulin. But they're saying, yeah, they're knocking down that sticker price of a lot of their life-saving insulin products that are being used by diabetic patients. And it's interesting because that's the company that kept increasing in the past, increasing, increasing, increasing. There's a major outcry about excessive drug prices anyway. So that's what they're saying that patients, what they would have to pay out of their own pocket for the company's insulin is 35 a month. And if you dig deeper, they sort of had that policy in place, but it was definitely being ignored. Definitely. I mean, how many millions of Americans rely on insulin to keep their blood sugar at levels that keep them alive? This is, this is like a miracle. Over nearly like three decades They've raised the list price on most widely used insulin products by more than a thousand percent. And some out of pocket payments, for example, for people on high deductible insurance plans can exceed a thousand a month. Even though most patients were paying less than that, Big Pharma was charging people hundreds of dollars and they were making record profits. So this is big, easier for privately insured patients to take advantage of it, uh, for sure. That the fact that it, it gets capped at that, I mean, that, that's a fraction. And so you can bet that there are so many, I mean, with 30 million Americans that have diabetes and about 7 million, maybe even more that rely on insulin. And I mean, no insulin, you could die or have health consequences that are incredibly serious amputation that's something that happens kidney failure so cutting that is wow with all the pressure that's been on the backs of so many of these companies this is a very very big moment i mean a huge moment because even if you remember under last year's inflation reduction act congress imposed a $35 a month ceiling on insulin co-payments for medicare patients um but now you know this is across the board so that's a big bravo that that's happening 
I mean, is it fixed? Is it solved? Is it perfect? Of course it's not. But it's absolutely going to make life easier for some people who have really struggled with trying to make payments. And um, that is, I think, one of the biggest things that I heard on the day, period. That it just kind of came out of uh, nowhere, that it's been discussed and discussed, and there's always a tug of war about the price. And now, boom, this just all of a sudden trickles out. I mean, just it just happens. And that is big. I mean, huge. Something else we talk about a lot, especially lately, is what's going on in the air. Where this near misses, we just talked about a JetBlue incident that luckily didn't happen. And we've talked about some of the planes in New York where... They narrowly miss hitting each other. I mean, there's been a handful of things that have happened since the tail end of last year, bouncing into the first couple of months of, of this year. And I just saw this right before I came on the air. Somebody had texted me something about this. And, um, and so it's true. This uh, Lufthansa Airlines flight had to make an emergency landing because you had people screaming and uh, there was so much turbulence. Seven people had to be rushed to the hospital. And, you you know, of course, with being able to record, since we all walk around with many recorders on our phones, you could hear passengers screaming. There's broken glass in the cabin during uh, this emergency on this, on this flight. They had to make an emergency landing because of the severe turbulence. It was flying from Austin, Texas to Frankfurt, Germany, when it had to land at Dulles International Airport in Virginia. And, um, you know, that there were multiple, the, the reports are there are multiple injuries. And luckily the plane, I mean, luckily the plane obviously landed safely, but people who weren't rushed to the hospital were rattled, hanging on, you know, grabbing onto their seatbelts, um, et cetera. So a lot of people obviously affected enough that they, that they had to go to the hospital. You had food trays that flew all over the place. And um, I looked at some of the pictures that people took of it. And you could see that, you know, the plane obviously had gone up and down by what you could see in, inside the airplane. And, I mean, it's good that it was diverted and that it, it landed. It landed because they had this turbulence at 37,000 feet, I guess, over Tennessee. Ugh, it's always the worst, right? And because usually, as somebody who flies a lot, which I've flown a lot, usually it's just that expectation in your head that, yeah, it's, you know what, it's going to be okay. And every once in a while, like, I'll sit next to someone who's kind of hairy carry about flying, and I'll kind of reassure them because they almost look at me for reassurance as I've flown I've flown a lot and it's so rare that I'm on a plane where the turbulence is anything anything more than oh, that was just a kind of a weird kind of a weird bump in the air but when it when you have serious turbulence it is frightening and you can't help it well, where does your mind go right and, and it goes to a place of Oh, please, God, get this plane down first. And and then when you when there's things just flying all around you and it's like a madhouse, it's like the furniture's gone loose 
and you're just you just want that plane down period and that's apparently what it was like inside that uh plane so tough for those people not a lot of reports out there about it and not a lot of reports about the conditions of the the people uh obviously nobody died from it but was there broken bones or was it bruises or what we don't know all the specifics of that but it was apparently uh pretty bad and like i said i looked at some of the pictures that were pumped out on social media and it looked pretty it looked pretty scary to me to see what must have happened inside that plane when they hit some weird pocket and and realized that they had to you know get down all right and something completely different because we talk about ai so much especially lately with how fast things are moving with technology. I read an interesting report that a lot of salespeople, a lot of car salespeople are being replaced with AI in these showrooms. Digital showrooms are really out there in the metaverse, right? So Kia, Fiat, they've got digital metaverse dealer showrooms so that customers can just shop for cars right from home anyway. And that's not a surprise because... That is the world we live in, right? But actually getting rid of salespeople and just flat out using the platform that way. And that happened, you know, it first was unveiled at the Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas, CES. And they always have the latest, greatest technology. And so when that was rolled out in January, you you knew, I remember seeing reports of it and looking at it and thinking, boy, that would be so easy. Right, because you don't have to have anything specialized. You don't have to have a VR headset, because that's the first thing you think. Oh, if I'm going in the metaverse, I have to shop, and that's futuristic. Well, of course, then you have to have the headset, but you don't have to have it. You just go through Microsoft Teams, like Fiat. That's how they do it, and you can. It's video conferencing, of course, Microsoft Teams and file storage and all of that. So it's it's easy. You just have to have a a, a link. And then any questions you have in real time, they can address it. But there's all these pre-recorded videos, and and then they do use a human if there's complicated questions. But um, it's very much like meeting somebody in a dealership, only it's AI. The, let's walk over here and let's open the door and get inside. And here's what this car does. And the the thing is that this supposedly is going to expand into other markets so it's only in a few markets right now you just wonder how big that's going to be i mean if it's cheaper easier knocks down the questions and you don't have to have a lot of special like you don't have to have the headset i would think that a lot of dealerships would go this route wow is that the end of the car salesperson bugging you playing those games Ooh. mailbag coming up next I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who help people that have been injured or wronged. If you've been involved in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident or injured at work, you have rights and you may be entitled to money for your suffering. Don't accept an offer you get from an insurance company until you talk to a lawyer. And we represent some of the best personal injury lawyers you can find. Tough lawyers that will fight to win your case. And they're so good they stake their reputation 
reputation on it by only getting paid if you win. So if you've been in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident or hurt on the job, find out today for free what kind of compensation you may be entitled to. Call the legal helpline right now. McConnell said he will remain in his role until the November elections and will serve out the remainder of his term, which concludes in January 2027. Hunter Biden told House Republicans that his father was never engaged in any of his business endeavors. He testified behind closed doors Wednesday in the Republican-led impeachment inquiry into the president. In his opening statement, Hunter accused Republicans of propagating innuendo and disregarding evidence in their investigation. Chrysler is recalling more than 338,000 Jeep Grand Cherokees. It's due to a steering wheel problem that could result in the wheel coming loose and potentially cause drivers to lose control of the vehicle and crash. John Schaefer, USA News. Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy, formerly Air Force Lieutenant Colonel, Air National Guard and Reservist. I'm looking for veterans, active duty military personnel to join the 90 for Life Crusade to save America. She needs your skills, courage, and loyalty more than ever. Contact GCNteam.com. Because of the financial and health care collapse, veterans are currently struggling finding jobs. Frustrated looking for a job? Change your tactics. Join the 90 for Life Crusade to save America. Start a health care business with FDI Longevity 90 for Life Crusade. Contact GCNteam.com immediately. We're looking for military specialists who can use a computer, can communicate information, and execute a battle plan. Join the admirals, Navy SEALs, Marines, pilots, Army officers, military police, sheriffs, police officers, firemen, and first responders already enrolled in the 90 for Life Crusade. Contact GCNteam.com now. FDI Longevity will help you apply your military skills to the task of saving America through health and financial programs. Contact GCNteam.com. Enlist in GCNteam.com and save America. Have you heard the warning from the dead doctors don't lie guy? I'm talking about Dr. Joel Wallach. He says if you have a four-inch medical chart, if you take prescription drugs for high cholesterol or high blood pressure, arthritis, joint pains, or other health issues, the medical profession is failing you. They're using you for an ATM machine. That's what he says. He has a free lecture revealing what pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know. There's been groundbreaking research and discoveries on how to effectively treat or eliminate over 900 different diseases naturally. And it's all in his free lecture called Deadly Recipe. You want it free? Call him toll-free at 855-79-YOUNG. You ready? 855-79-YOUNG. Dr. Joel Wallach, the dead doctors don't lie guy says there's no reason why we shouldn't live to be at least 100 and have a great time getting there.
talk about the mail. Can we talk about the mail, please, Mac? I'm dying to talk about the mail for you all day, okay? Thanks to all of you, 24-7, Kate at katesalaneyradio.com. This one from Tim, who says, Kate, wow, it's interesting to watch what's happening with this student loan conversation. The Supreme Court, more than a conversation, uh, making some decisions. So it sounds like the way that they're leaning the um, the people who thought they were going to get that student loan break might not necessarily uh, get it. And I'm not surprised necessarily if you look at the makeup of the court, but I just wonder for some of those who are heavily burdened by student loans, is it really the right way to go? I feel like I understand. Listen, I paid for school myself and juggled a bunch of jobs and and whatnot. But just because I did it, I see some of the younger generation completely overburdened by the price tag, the shocking sticker price of of going to uh, college, that secondary education. And I understand how tough it must be to try and be unburied, unburdened from the massive amount of debt that they're in. We certainly, and I'm talking decades ago, while we had student loan debt that we had to pay off, it was nothing like what you're seeing uh, today when it comes to some of these colleges and what what kids have to uh, pay. I would think that in some ways there would be some more empathy out there. Yeah, you know, the average, um, thanks for that, the average loan, I guess, you're talking about, you know, it's like um, 42000 something to go to college. I just had this conversation with somebody that they were talking about their son going to school, and they had saved and saved and saved, and he had saved and saved and saved, and that by the time they were done with school, if everything went well, it would be over $300,000. Wow. So remember, in August of last year, Biden announced plans to cancel up to 20000 in student debt for federal borrowers making under 125000 a year. And then there was pushback against that, and there were lawsuits to try to uh, to block it. So this court ruling is going to impact, of course, millions of student loan borrowers, including the 20 million that the White House estimates that would have their balances completely wiped out if, you know, all of this tuition data is correct. Uh, And the price of college has, you're right, the price of college has changed astronomically since the justices were in school since I was in school, since probably many of you were in school. But then, you know, the argument is, well, well, what about people that go to a trade school? What about people that uh, take a different route? And then how is that fair for them? So they heard oral arguments on Tuesday of this week and they could strike down that plan. It's, um, it is an expensive expensive deal. I mean, there's a lot of people outside of the Supreme Court with signs that 
they're holding signs, cancel student debt, and it has a, it's going to have a big impact on a, a lot of people who maybe thought they were going to get that break that might not get that break. And then there's a whole other debate that you could have nothing to do specifically with what the Supreme Court's deciding, but the value of college degrees depending on what field somebody goes into, right? Because um, now so so much of, it's like even Google is, they, they put the getting certificates, they value that pretty highly. Before it used to be, well, yeah, if you went to Harvard or Stanford or wherever, and I'm not saying they don't hire people like that, but they're looking for people that are crushing those certifications because they know they can get in there and they can do what they need them to do. So some of that in the technology world has changed a bit, but uh, this is certainly one to keep an eye on because I think there's people that are definitely holding their breath on what the Supreme Court ultimately decides. All right, we move to this one from Maxine. I like that name, Maxine. We have a Max, and I know Max is not the same as as uh, Maxine. Hey, Kate, I'm new to the show, though. I've been listening for a couple of months. I um, feel like I get a good sense of what's happening when I listen to your show, so kudos on uh, that. This whole Ohio derailment and Norfolk uh, Southern, and now what's going to happen to the people in that area in the future, which we don't know when you talk about health. There's no way to really predict that, only you just have a sick feeling in your stomach that it's not necessarily going to be good when you hear about the water and you hear about what they've inhaled, and we've seen things in, in the past that point to yeah, maybe there should be some money there in case, because I'm sure a lot of those people in Palestine can't um, can't just pick up and move with the young children as though they can figure out a life someplace uh, else. It's just not that easy. You know what? It's next week the uh, CEO of Norfolk Southern is going to testify in Congress about the precautions the railroad takes to prevent similar crashes, because... Uh, I mean, he agreed. He agreed to appear before the Senate Committee on Environment and Public Works. I'll be curious as to what the railroad was investing in because they've streamlined their operations in the last couple of years, and they've had fewer, longer trains. And um, these toxic chemicals that were on fire and what happened, that overheating bearing that likely caused the derailment that sent 38 cars, 11 of them with the hazardous materials off the tracks. It is frightening. I'd be curious as to with slashing jobs and uh, pulling things in a different direction, what does that mean? And what about the town recovering? I mean, that's the ultimate thing. And that's what you're saying, Maxine, what happens to those people? Um, are they going to commit to paying for the short-term and long-term effects of the, the wreck? What kind of a commitment would they make to that? And um, that's a big deal, right? Because you just don't know. And to your point, people don't have the money. They can't just, you can't just say, well, geez, wouldn't you just move? Well, geez, yeah, if you could do that. But there's a lot of people that can't do that. All right, speaking of moving, this is interesting. 
This one comes to us from Jake, who says, um, thank goodness, what a, what a difference a year makes. We've seen that home prices, Kate Delaney, have certainly gone down in uh, some some markets, but will it create a bizarre bubble as a kind of a re- result of uh, that? And I think more than ever, the prices of rents have gone through the roof. I haven't seen that change in uh, in Texas, as I have friends that live all over the state. You know, I live in Austin, and Austin is not a cheap place to uh, live. And it seems like the real estate market has boomed more than anything. And I don't know that it's really fallen down or leveled out, if you, if you uh, will. But certainly, it's still a little bit more affordable than it was at this time last year. You know, it's a good question when you talk about the housing market overall and the correction. And then I saw something from an economist at the Dallas Federal Reserve who said, listen, prices could drop by almost 20%. And we've got this weird affordability crisis, right? When you look at it, And what does that mean when you look at the interest rate and you look at rent and you look at the potential of a, of a bubble. And um, if you look at other housing markets, right, you look at rising interest rates in Germany, for example, and you see what happens with the rising mortgage rates. And then they have this crazy housing slide and how that's flipped things and created a, kind of a weird bubble for them so um will it will the prices be more in line or more affordable or or not we do know you know right now really what you're looking at is numbers in the sixes and you've seen home prices that have gone down for six straight months that's pretty big if I was looking at something that the National Association of Realtors, because they always have really up-to-date numbers, of course, and for six straight months, that's gone down. So, yes, home prices are now like 4% below their June peak, and we're going to see probably that decline a little bit more. But there are still some areas where there's just no way. There's not affordable. It's about desirability and then a few other factors and you know, it's always that weird gamble, right, of when you jump in or when you jump out, even with rents. Uh, during the pandemic, rents really shot up in so many places that it was more than a mortgage payment, the the average mortgage mortgage payment in some cases, and then you don't get the benefit of that uh, that write-off in, in any way. All right, uh, just a reminder again, you can always send me your thoughts 24-7, as I said at the top of this, kate at katedelaneyradio.com, just like Sharon did, who says, um, Kate, I just want to say, seeing some snow in California made me smile. (laughs) Don't tell that to the people I know in California who don't like being chilly. They're not expecting that kind of weather whatsoever. Next up, Hands Up for Heroes. Hi, 
this is Kate Delaney. I am truly amazed by this audience. Many of you have been reaching out to me to ask more on what I call the No Drone Zone. How do you find out about the show or listen to podcasts or guests or even my books? So here we go. Go to katedelaneyradio.com for more on what's shaking in my orbit. To reach me, simply hit the contact tab and send an email. Behind the scenes photos, great video, travels, the dog. Yeah, that's Dennis. He is the mascot. Go to Kate Delaney Fan Page on Facebook. Kate Delaney Fan Page on Facebook. Or hit me up on Twitter at Kate S. Delaney. At Kate S. Delaney. For any of my books, including Deal Your Own Destiny, Amazon simply is the easiest. Thanks for listening as we talk about what's happening in my backyard and yours and how it affects us. We throw in laughs, cheap movie reviews, the man cave, and authors with some interesting stories to tell. If you've already forgotten everything I've just said, just go to katedelaneyradio.com. Do you know someone with a drug or alcohol problem? Get help now. Insurance may cover everything. Stop the drug and alcohol nightmare. Call 800-284-0523. Learn how through the Family Medical Leave Act, you can leave your job without losing your job. Locations everywhere. Get immediate help for drug and alcohol problems. Call now. 800-284-0523. 800-284-0523. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who help people that have been injured or wronged. If you've been involved in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident or injured at work, you have rights and you may be entitled to money for your suffering. Don't accept an offer you get from an insurance company until you talk to a lawyer. And we represent some of the best personal injury lawyers you can find. Tough lawyers that will fight to win your case. And they're so good they stake their reputation on it by only getting paid if you win. So if you've been in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident, or hurt on the job, find out today for free what kind of compensation you may be entitled to. Call the legal helpline right now. 800-524-3810-800-524-3810-800-524-3810. That's 800-524-3810. The final phase of extermination is set to commence now. And as population die-off becomes evident, you know it is the time of punishment in all that is written. The cover for mass die-off is evolution and global warming frauds, also used as false proof of their Christ. They are from the lines that were disinherited 2,000 years ago. Now they claim to be his Christ based upon blood type, DNA, and long lifespan. Go to unveilingthem.com. That's U-N-V-E-I-L-I-N-G them.com. Hi, 
about, uh, let's like lift our spirits up, right? With everything that we're always talking about. I love this story. I saw it somewhere, a little kind of a like a little blurb somewhere in something. I read so much in some, in something that I was reading, it came up. And then I happened to see David Muir on uh, his nightly anchoring on, on ABC. And they, they always do those fun features at the end of the, the show. And there was this great piece, and it, it mirrored what I had read that was happening in a couple of different with a couple of different people in restoring photos that were damaged in Hurricane Ian, which was so horrible for so many people. And what what do they say? You, there's a fire. There's something catastrophic that happens. And what is the thing that you're going to say besides obviously your 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 life, your family's lives, the pets, etc.? It's photos. Because you can't replace those photos of the great-great-grandparents or the relatives that are in these black-and-white photos who you can't even remember who they are, but you know that they're your relatives. Or just your own photos, right? And um, I think it's so incredible that you... Because it's just, just the perfect melding of showing kids what that act of kindness can do and giving someone hope and restoring photos. You had a high school art class that is restoring families' photographs that were damaged in in Hurricane Ian. And um, how cool is that for them? Because, you know, you have photos photos that are really basically would be ruined um, because of the water damage and the peeling it apart and you know you can see the faces and whatnot but you can see that the ends are are ruined so there was a local photographer in that fort myers area that was hit so hard in in ian and somehow there was um an art uh, high school art teacher that was paying attention to what she was doing and reached out and said, geez, I would, um, I, my kids would love to, to help with the loads of pictures because, you know, this photographer can only do so much. And so this Amity High School, these kids in this, in these, in this class are, have this mission of uh, having these loads of Photos and they they volunteered to preserve and restore these treasured photos of of uh, the people that you know had nothing but tears and boxes of ruined uh, photographs. I love this story. How great is it for those kids to be able to do that? To be able to look at wedding photos and take out the the crummy stains that are on the side of it. You know, digitally being able to do that. And that's like just such a great gift to give to those people who don't, who you know, who are still rebuilding and and have these ruined photos of really important um, memories. And so it's so good on both ends that they're that they the kids from Andy were able to to do this and. I love these interviews with these kids where they said, oh, it was just, you know, I'm proud to help and I feel so good to do whatever I can looking at that devastation that happened. And I mean, that's like a life lesson that they take back with them and the kids are staying later and trying to do as much as they can. And they know 
that they're bringing joy back to so many of those people who thought that their photographs were just lost or, or uh, you know, knew that it would take a long time to try and restore them. So I'm going to say absolutely hands up for heroes for those kids in Amity. Okay. High five. 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 Yeah. yeah, you're talking seven months after the hurricane and trying to save albums and trying to save, um, like I said, pictures of people they might not be able to identify. But they're your pictures. I have some of those. Great, great, great from somewhere in Ireland. And, you know, I'll try to find notes of who they were or whatever. But it really is this Florida photographer, too, Krista Kowalski, who has spent weeks and weeks helping strangers recover their their photos damaged by the hurricane and that that art teacher happened to see that and then reached out because there's you know so much work to try and and uh and do that so those amity high school photography students helping in that way again bravo to uh to them for doing that and and uh bringing back those memories for all those people in Fort Myers and some of the surrounding areas where they're, they had dirty walls and destroyed furniture and just drenched bundles of family photographs that, uh, that are sentimental and, and can you, you know, rescue them? Well, the answer is digitally you can, but it takes a while and, and you have so many other things that are going on. And so far, by the way, they've restored these memories for more than 100 families affected by Ian. So uh, good for these Connecticut kids who are doing this. Well, imagine the skills that they're learning. Like I said, the empathy and uh, the hope that they're giving back and just how it makes uh, them feel and a hundred families is pretty significant and and they're calling it the amity restoration project and it was inspired by this florida wedding photographer who was trying to restore all these damaged pictures for storm victims and uh wow bravo 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 there's another story too and because he's famous dave Grohl, who's the foo fighters front man he um is not looking for publicity and he kind of really stepped out of the spotlight, but he's going to get it because you, you know, people, people know who he is. They recognize him. But, um, I love the story that I, I recently read about him and this just happened with him too, where he decided he was, he had a smoker, right? He loves to smoke meat and he decided he was going to take his smoker and have brisket and ribs over the weekend and barbecue food for hundreds of hungry and unhoused people in Los Angeles. So he showed up at Hope the Mission um, like a week and a half ago. And a bunch of his friends came and they had their barbecue smokers with them so they could have enough smokers to do that. And he bought all the food, provided all the food, and they started cooking and, you know... And, and kept cooking, 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 cooking over 24 hours, right? And it, it's uh, interesting because 
during that time, they had canopies over them, but they had heavy downpours in some places. And then, of course, the crazy snow deal that was going on. But that didn't stop them. So they fed like 450-plus homeless people in Los Angeles, right? And like I said, he's he wasn't looking... He wasn't looking for attention. He was looking to give back. He was looking to feel good about what could he do and put himself in the middle of it, put himself in the middle of physically doing it. It's easy to write a check. Somebody told me that one time. It's easy to write a check, big or small or whatever, but to actually put yourself out there and do it, and that's exactly you know what he did. He did everything he could to, to feed the people, and he's been involved before in trying to help with opening family shelters and realizing how bad the situation is, you know, how tough it is for so many young families and that find themselves in these emergency situations. So good for him. Bravo. I mean, he's a hero in my book, too, because, again, he's not looking for the attention. He gets that he is, you know, he's incredibly talented and has made plenty of money. But he found a way that he could get a little bit more involved in it, right? He could just bring some of his friends, and and they could all get that joint experience, and then they could end up uh, helping other people, which there's nothing, nothing like that uh, feeling. All right, we talk about the lottery all the time, because you all always ask me about the lottery. I don't know how that started, but about winning the lottery. And two co-workers in Kentucky won the lottery. Teresa Trice and Dylan Mitchell, congratulations to you. They won $50,000. Woo, sweet. Good on them. Make it count, everybody. Hey guys, why settle for poor quality Pouty Arco that's sold by stores and online resellers when you can get Tahibo Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea at drinksupertea.com or 818-965-9113. The Tahibo Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea is only available at drinksupertea.com. 818-965-9113. 818-965-9113. That's drinksupertea.com. Ever feel completely down on your luck, whether it's your career or just your life? Do you look at other people and wonder, why them, not me? I'm Kate Delaney. I did it. I admit it. I've learned some valuable and priceless lessons from some of the rock stars I've interviewed over the years, like Sir Richard Branson or the late, great John Madden, and I want to share them. Want to laugh? Want to learn? Want more out of life? Then pick up a copy of my book, Deal Your Own Destiny, Increase Your Odds, Win Big, and Become Extraordinary. Get it on Amazon today.